Hello there, and welcome to another episode of The Godfather, Godfather Part 2 Minute. With me, Alex Robinson. And with me, Andy Robinson. And it looks like on the itinerary today is minute number 118 of The Godfather Part 2. That's right, Alex. Repeat after me, please. Okay. A minuto. A minuto. Cento. Cento. Dicciotto. Dicciotto. Cento dicciotto. You got it. Oh, it sounds like hoodies. It, it does. Eighteen and the twenty eights and the and the thirty eights are one of the hard are the hardest numbers to say. Hmm. Oh. Yeah, because it's like auto, which oh. is very bounty hunter sounding to me <laughs> every time we say it. Well, tell us about the minute. Well, I'll tell you. Um, Vito enters a cafe back in old time New York where he finds Don Finucci waiting with a cup of coffee. He places one hundred dollars on the table, which the dapper Don swiftly covers with his hat. Vito explains that he needs more time and is out of work. Wait a minute. Who is he meet with? Don Finucci? You mean Mr. Stevenson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I know him from back in the old country where he used to call him Finucci. It's just not the same. It's not the same. <laughs> now we got to find out what Corleone means if it has any origin. Oh. And refer to it. It's going to be something like... Uh, Oh, Jacobson, you know. <laughs> Put it on We Ask, We Answer. I will. I'll add it there. <laughs> ask our Latin scholar. I will. So, <laughs> yes. the first thing that strikes me about this minute is that it's a completely dark room, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But Fanucci is lit up white like a little baby angel. <laughs> Did you notice how stark he's his a, he's suit is? He's a beacon is? in the night. A beacon of freedom. Well, he's got to wet his beacon. Maybe that's why he's... <laughs> Oh my wow. gosh! I was watching something recently, and some it was Succession. Are you a fan of Succession? I enjoy. I have not watched the new season. Okay, yet, I so. won't do any spoilers. Okay. But, but there's a Godfather. Sh- someone says, "Wet your beak." Yes, one of the characters <laughs> says, "Well, I need to wet my beak." <laughs> that always makes me wonder when that something like that happens. Is that because one of the writers for the show is a Godfather fan, or is that line common? I think enough? it's just entered the. Vernacular, whether from, it, whether from, it entered the vernacular from Godfather Two, all right, I'll look up the origin of wet, <laughs> wet your beak. We'll ask, we'll, we'll answer. answer two already. Oh my gosh, this is going to be a long episode. <laughs> yeah, so it was very stark to me, mm-hmm. and sort of surprising because aren't the evil characters? I just answered my own question. He's not the evil one. Vito is the evil oh, one. Oh, tw- it's a twist. It's a twist. See, we all think that Vito is the good guy. It's brilliant. You're rooting for Vito because <laughs> he's the main character, especially because yeah. this is flashback and we yeah. all love Don Corleone. But in the end, Don Corleone becomes much more way evil more than, evil. than, than wow. uh, Don Finucci. He's oh small potatoes. <laughs> he's small potatoes. I mean, Ralph's always dressed in light colors, too. Isn't he? That's true. So maybe it's just enemies of the Corleones that dress yeah. in there. Actually, wasn't uh didn't um uh didn't Barzini and Tatalia also wear light color jackets too? 
Oh no, it wasn't Barz. It wasn't Tatalia. It was Barzini <laughs> wait, wearing the light jackets all along. <laughs> yeah, I think they were. At least in that, the only scene we see Tatalia is the meeting of the five families. Yeah, I never noticed if he's in the uh, at the wedding or not. We should next time we Who, Barzini. No, uh, Tatalia. Oh yeah. Huh. I mean, we obviously we see Barzini. Yeah, and we gets see very uh, about the film s- and not Cunio, but who's the. Who's the one that gets Strazi. shot in the elevator? Strazi. Coolio. They're all at the wedding, Carlo. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> at your wedding, Carlo. Yeah, you should know. <laughs> so what do you got? Well, the first thing I want to comment on, you know, Vito just comes. I don't have anything until Vito sits down. Uh-huh. Um, and he just kind of tosses the money on the table without any kind of preamble or introduction or explanation for why mm. he's not providing the full amount. What do you think of that? Are, did, are you saying it surprised you that there wasn't talk? For example, Vito didn't say, hey, don't, don't Stevenson, here's the money you said Mr. you wanted. Stevenson. It's $100. <laughs> well, I mean, if I was going to, if I was in that position and I was like, I'm giving someone less money than they're expecting, I would kind oh. of start by saying, Hey, listen, I know you asked for the 300 but I'm out of work, and, uh, and here's 100 Okay, I yeah. hope that's okay. It seems maybe that's just because his his natural, um, you know, uh, like, gamesmanship is, like, as a poker player, it's very, like a yeah. very aggressive play to be, to just be kind of like, there's the money. I wonder. Yeah. I wonder if it's a Sicilian thing too, where hmm. you're just trying to undercut the other guy. So maybe, maybe he was hoping he didn't notice. You think? So? <laughs> <laughs> he just throws it down. Well, goodbye. Yeah, <laughs> out the door. He does that old trick where you fold the bills oh, in yeah. half, so it looks like there are twice as many. Or it's like a hundred on the outside, and then like oh, twenty singles. Yeah, on the inside. yeah. I'm really good at that one. <laughs> yeah, it's a good question. He just throws it down. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Is it a good move? I think maybe he is. um, I think Vito suspects that, um, as we've said, that Vito Vito suspects that Finucci is uh, bluffing about how powerful he is. Mm -hmm. So this could Mm -hmm. be another way of doing it. Because Mm -hmm. if he was really someone that you'd be treating with respect and Mm -hmm. someone you'd have to fear, he might be more like groveling. But Mm -hmm. the fact that he's almost like testing him to see if he... um, how he responds to it i think you're right yeah i think you're right because otherwise he would have just started by talking about really apologizing yeah yeah and that's kind of been his way all along even him even him coming up with the idea to give finucci less yeah it seems like it's all a test he's he's probing to see how far he can go yeah to see if he can uh how far he can push him. Yeah. And then Finucci does what? It's a ballsy move. <laughs> He's got guts. He's got guts and balls. <laughs> We're going to talk about that later. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then Finucci does what has to be a move I never know one saw coming. He very quickly covers up the money with his hat. <laughs> and what's that about? Is that from an old game or something? I don't know. And then especially because he immediately follows up with like, I think there's a hundred dollars under my hat. Like it's like a magic trick. Or he's, like a, he's, a, he's a soothsayer. <laughs> Serial numbers are yeah. eight seven nine two four. He's covering his eyes. He's like ah, I, I, I think there are four tens and one twenty under there. Ah. 
It's great. It's classy. Yeah. It makes me wish I wore hats more frequently so I could do a similar <laughs> thing. Like just so you can. <laughs> I'm going to really try. If I'm ever in a situation where I have a hat and like say we're at a restaurant and someone uh-huh. puts money on the table, like they're going to pay, I'm going to totally cover it up with my hat. I thought you were going to say any time you're wearing a hat and someone puts something on the table, even you order a coffee and the coffee comes out, bam! Just cover it with a hat. You got to keep it cold. You need a really deep hat. (laughs) It's like a stovepipe, a Lincoln hat for that one. Well, I'm wondering, maybe he covers it up because... He's embarrassed? No, I don't think he's embarrassed, but it's, it's... it's instinctual because you want to hide money. You don't want to. That's a lot of money back then. Hundred dollars. Right. You don't want yeah. cash sitting out on the table yeah. for anyone to walk by and see. And he doesn't want to. He's concealing the business. He doesn't want to put his hand on it because that's proof. That's like he's taking it. That's oh, it. Oh yeah, we had a deal. You that's picked right. up the money. Ah, that's, yeah, the, that's right. It was three hundred. <laughs> I don't know what happened after you touched it. <laughs> Finucci grabs it, and then all of a sudden, he's like, ah, it's only $10. He really does a magic trick. (laughs) He picks up his hat, and it's like a a rabbit. (laughs) No, it's the dog that will later get kicked out of the apartment. (laughs) Oranges. You need to start wearing a cool hat like Finucci's. You know, it's so funny. I was just saying that this weekend. Really? I was literally just telling my wife that I want to get... I was at a uh, music festival, and I uh-huh. saw... And I want to get, like, a cool hat. What? Uh, any kind of... Any particular ones stand out yet? Well, I want... For seen? practical reasons, I want to have a brim for sun protection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, a summer hat. Yeah, ideally. Yeah. A yeah. practical one for outdoors, or more, hey, I'm going out to a dance party? Probably middle. more that one. Okay. Like I don't, right. I don't want something that's like weather resistant. I want I want like yeah. a, a a dressy hat, not a not Got a practical, not a utilitarian. Yeah. Hat. <laughs> um, but as you know, I have a gigantic head, so I have a very hard time. It's very rare that I can walk into a hat a store that sells hats and just put one on and be like, "That's it." Yeah. I got you know. It's inevitably I look like a uh, you know I don't know someone with a small hat on their head. Oh, <laughs> I wonder if you could probably custom get them custom made, right? Maybe. I mean, I'm yeah, sure you can maybe. order them online or whatever, oh, and, yeah. or go to a hat store that just sells, you know, specializes in hats or whatever. What I but, think you should do is the next time you see someone wearing a hat that you think take would be great, I was going to say that, you need to take your hat and put it over his hat, <laughs> like Mr. Stevenson does. <laughs> it's like a Marx Brothers machine all of a sudden. <laughs> no, ask, ask the gentleman or lady where they got the hat. Yeah, I should. Or the lady. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to buy ladies' hat. <laughs> hey, you might like that hat. <laughs> but ask them where they got it, and uh, I'll take it from there. Yeah. Offer them $10 for the hat. Wow. See what they say, and then uh, if you're able to buy it, you custom customize it. So if he accepts the money, and then I, I put the money on the table, then he covers through the hat. Does that the hat you just bought. Yeah. That's my hat. I'm the one who does that now. Wear up my hat. <laughs> It's a, a size seven and a half hat. <laughs> what else you got, Unks? Um, so so once he goes, there's a hundred dollars under under my hat, under this hat, and uh, <laughs> then he he does the he looks and he sees it, and then he's the look on his face is like a combination of anger, but also just kind of like weariness. Like he's like, I have to, now I have to muscle this guy. <laughs> like, why can't he just give me the money? More work for me. I just got stabbed in the neck a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> terrible do you think he has to do this all the time does every young every young punk comes and and challenges him and he has to go through this every time well that's another reason why i think that he's not he's not as powerful as he says he is because yeah like 
he wouldn't be that weary. I guess, I don't know, I guess he could be just for dramatic purposes, just be like, ah, you know, like, what am I going to do with you kind of a, kind of a, kind of a feeling. We talked about it previously. He does seem to be very showy, Finucci. He's flint. Well, I mean, he's walking around that white suit. The white suit. He's, he jumps on a moving car. Ah, yeah, that's true. Bye, bye, bye. It's all. It's very showy. He walks around the neighborhood, like talking to people, random people yeah. and stuff. We're gonna see later on. Yeah. So I don't know. Part of this does seem seem his style. He slaps his hat down. Yeah. And guesses the amount. He's got a flair for the dramatic. Yeah. Yeah. I think when he was in the theater, he was like, oh, this should have been my calling. <laughs> That's why he's so mad at the theater guy, because he auditioned to be to play the mama oh. guy. But his voice is just weak. It's just weak. <laughs> mama! <laughs> mama mia! Yeah. That one goes running. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Alex? You just missed it. Oh, yeah? I think he is an actor, mm-hmm. and, and he's... And and he was hired to play a part of uh-huh. a gangster, and so he's just walking around in playing, sort of doing character. Oh, in like a, method, what do you call like it? Method, method practicing. Yeah, okay. yeah. He's not really a gangster, but he gets caught up in all this stuff. <laughs> he's really like a Broadway actor. Yeah, he's kind of just really committing yeah. to the <laughs> classically trained. He speaks perfect English. <laughs> When he, when they shoot him later on, he falls down to like playbills, like he you know <laughs> fall out of his uh, out of his jacket. Oh, that's great! Finds that he was wearing like a fake mustache and everything. He's theatrical really, makeup. He's really like eighty pounds. Mm-hmm. Alex, if you were Finucci, would how would you have responded to Vito's offer? Well, it depends. Well, we still don't, we still don't see how he's going to respond. I think that's the next next yeah. minute. But well, what would you have done immediately? He puts money on the table. You see that it's probably not $300. I would have just taken it. Just take it and run out. (laughs) I'd take it, flip the table over, drop a smoke bomb, and then run out of the room. (laughs) Well, Tom Finucci, Tom Finucci hasn't been around for 20 years. (gasps) Believe it or not. (laughs) Looking ahead, spoiler alert, I think later, Mm -hmm. once Don Finucci is out of the scene, Mm Mm-hmm. Poor choice of voice. Out of the yeah. scene, because he's an actor. Oh, yeah. End scene. <laughs> and then Don Corleone takes over. Yeah. I think the very next scene, you should see Don Corleone wearing the white hat. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, where's Don Fanucci? Yeah. And the guy, I don't know. I'm Don Fanucci now. <laughs> Go ahead, put the money down. I'll guess how much is there. <laughs> I learned his he trick. should have been talking. Robert De Niro should have been talking. Or like, yes, Mister Fernuccio. Like he has a like a good speaking voice. But then as soon as he becomes the Don, he's like, oh, oh. like something about their job just wears out people's vocal. It makes cords. your voice weak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone in that biz? <laughs> you look terrible. So what? Vito. Vito mentions that he uh, is out of work. Mm-hmm. And as we know, we saw earlier, and I assume he's referring to being fired from the um, from the grocery store. We don't yeah. know if he had another job in between or, or mm-hmm. what, but um, it's, it's kind of funny that he's explaining how he's out of work to the guy who put him out of work. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. I didn't realize that, yeah. Uh, but do you think, did Vito ever hold a regular job again? Was the grocery Ooh. store his last, like, on my resume, this is my legitimate job? I mean, I'm sure he puts yeah. out President of Jenko Olive Oil Company or whatever, yeah. but I mean, in terms of a real job. Oh, you don't think he has a separate, off-the-books gangster resume <laughs> that he puts stuff on? <laughs> when he goes to apply for jobs. <laughs> 
gosh. The politicians have senators and judges. Yeah, that's a whole separate part of the resume. Mm, you know, special you, skills. You have education. You have <laughs> achievements. You yeah. have you have uh, politicians in your pocket. And you <laughs> list them all. <laughs> Um, well, to answer your question, I yeah, I do think this is his last legitimate job. I think he immediately falls into the work of Clemenza and Tessio. He's robbing dress trucks. Yeah, and then, right. well, the next time we see him, he's kind of like just kind of like the boss, kind of hanging out in the office, and yeah. people coming to him and, and saying stuff. Yeah. So. yeah, and he gets all free food. People handing him free food in the street. I, I think on the side, he yeah. is practicing. Uh, what do you call it? Like mind reading, those kinds of tarot cards. Uh-huh. He's it's trying like to psychic phenomenon. Psychic. He's trying to do the Don Fanucci thing. Guess how much money is under the hat? Oh. <laughs> he was always bothered. That's Fanucci's secret, and he was never able to crack it. <laughs> it always bothered me. How did he know it was only hundred dollars? <laughs> that was my trick. I was playing on him. <laughs> Up until the day he dies, as the orange mouth monster, he's still Anthony. Guess how much money is uh, under this uh, spray can? <laughs> um, what else you got well so the other question about Vito is he says I'm short on money you know I lost my job I'm mm. short on money which we have to assume is a lie because yeah. the, the, before Clemenza and Tessio they were all like we have to pay him no one was saying oh we can't afford it so so is this the first time we see Vito Corleone lie mm. maybe the only time we see Vito Corleone lie Oh, interesting. I'm think going back through the archives. Yeah, I mean, technically, when he's talking to the five families and he's like, I will not be the one to break the truth, to, to break the peace. Yeah. But of course, he he doesn't. Michael's the one who breaks the peace. That's he's right. Dead, yeah. but, so. Well, Vito earlier, maybe mm-hmm. last minute, says to Clemenza in the street, I make him an offer he don't refuse. Uh-huh. I guess he hasn't made him an offer yet. Yeah. Yeah, it might be the first time anyway, we see him. Lie. Yeah, it's just so weird because usually he's so it's so like he's so powerful he doesn't have to lie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, people are kind of kowtowing to him. He has no reason to lie about yeah. it. So it's funny seeing him now being the. I guess you have to lie or you're higher ups. Maybe in GF one. I mean, this is chronologically yeah. way early, so we haven't seen him lie. But I think I do see other lies later, like in GF one. Such as uh, he tells uh, he tells Tom. He says, I never thought you were a bad consigliere. <laughs> <laughs> and he, oh, he also says to Sonny. He says you look to, to Johnny. He says you look terrible. <laughs> you think that what? was a lie? Yeah, that was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> that was not justice. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so <laughs> can you think, think of, other of any other ones? <laughs> the drugs is a dirty business. Oh, he definitely lied when he said Tatali is a pimp. Oh. <laughs> he's not a pimp technically. It's he's not a pimp technically. No, I think Tatali has people that do all the pimping, but mm. Tatali himself is not a uh, the pimp of pimps. Isn't really a pimp. Wow, that's a real that's a real uh, Easter philosophy kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> is the, the pimp of pimps is not a pimp. <laughs> I sound like Joey Zaza. <laughs> <laughs> the pimp of pimps is not a pimp. Joey Zaza. <laughs> Does that make him a pimp? <laughs> is the stone a stone if it's in his shoe? It's like a, it's like stone Joey Zaza. <laughs> 
it's great. Um, anyway, if the listeners yeah. know of any other lies that you know Corleone tells, then uh, yeah. go over head over to Mickey Cor- Fredo Corleone's <laughs> Mickey Mouse Nightclub and let us yeah. know in the comments. Well, Alex, I got a question here for you. Yeah, what some, else you got? Some story reasoning. Okay. If Vito already decided, remember we established a minute or two ago that Vito already decided to kill Finucci. If he doesn't accept the offer. I don't know, I think in the book it said that he had decided definitively, he had decided to kill Finucci. Hmm. Yeah, I just remembered. But then why yes. go through the pretense of this money situation? Okay, why well, not just kill him? I was going to read about it next minute from okay. the book, but I'll just... Do you want to see? We can save it. There's a little sneak preview for next week. Okay, yeah, yeah. We'll okay. talk about it next week. Yeah. But it, but it is revealed why. Okay. And, oh, interesting. And I never knew about it until I read about it. You just realized that it was Tatalia oh, all yeah. along. The pimp of pimps. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized that was a, a real PSA statement. I never knew about it until I read about it. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to learn more about pimps, go to your local library. <laughs> But I yeah we'll talk about stupid. it next weekend but or next next week but I'm I'm super glad to have learned something new about this I've seen this movie a million times mm-hmm. and now it something makes sense that I never observed oh, I before. can't wait to hear so, it yeah um, it's it's exciting. really about why he's mm. bothering to meet with Finucci okay now. It's exciting yeah gosh I think that's all I have Alex do you have any uh uh, well, else? one thing I have is that um, if you'll notice in the scene, there's a uh, coffee coffee cistern in the back. Yes. Calling, hearkening back to the very first time we ever saw Vito Corleone. See, you never invite me over for coffee. This, oh. this is how he, like, he associates coffee with the power of being a Don. That's yes. where he... Uh, yeah, the first crime meeting he has, so someone is sitting down with, for coffee with him. Oh, is gosh. is Finucci drinking Sanka? Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, I think Finucci is naturally <laughs> naturally caffeinated. No, I think <laughs> I think he's naturally very energetic. Hmm, that's why he think... jumps up on trucks and. <laughs> <laughs> Although next week we are going to see him. Uh, shoot a, a a shot of espresso. Yeah, that's true. So maybe he, I don't know. He just seems to be very energetic, yeah. very showy. But is that he's because he has so much I, coffee? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. keep something to keep in mind. Yeah. <laughs> do Do you think Finucci would be a good spokesperson for Sanka? Yes. Why? Well, I just think he has a natural showmanship. You know what I mean? Like he's hard. Yeah. You can't look away from him when when, he, when he's on screen. Yeah, it is true. They're like, have some Sanka tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. <laughs> no. Ho <laughs> <laughs> ho ho, Alex! I got bad news for you. What's that? The paywall has come crashing down. No. Oh wait, not yet. You can go to godfatherminute.com slash support and for just a buck a show, get all that extra bonus content. Oh!